Doc Rivers going to the Bucks. Should the Sixers go after Malcolm Brogdon? Or is this a championship team, all in or bust? We'll talk about that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Hello, my name is Keith Pompey. I'm the co-host, one of the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers. I'm right here alongside my right-hand man, John Mitch. What's up, Mitch? How you doing, brother? Keith, I'm doing well, man. Thank you for asking, my friend. I'm doing good. Okay, okay. John was dropping knowledge yesterday about... uh uh, Wilt Chamberlain. I didn't know that his mom went to high school. I knew she went to high school with him, but I didn't know that like, they were remained close friends and the whole nine. So he gave us some insightful stuff about, you know, Wilt and and basically put what uh, Joel is doing put in perspective. So if y'all have a chance, go listen to that. You really will like it. View it. View it. Yesterday's podcast, but today John's going. We're going to drop some real knowledge. Now here's the deal, Doc Rivers. Is the was the former coach of the 76ers. Dr. Rivers is one of the all-time winningest coaches in the NBA. But he has a problem getting out of the second round of the playoffs since his days in Boston, right? He won a championship with the Boston Celtics in 2008. He got fired from the Sixers last year with two years left on his contract. Now he's currently working for ESPN. But with Adrian Griffin getting fired yesterday, Doc Rivers is the front runner to get the job for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, Mitch, I got to ask you, bro, do you think that Doc Rivers is a great fit for Giannis Antetokounmpo and Dame Lillard for that team, the Milwaukee Milwaukee Bucks, that's a half a game ahead of the Sixers in the Eastern Conference standings? Yeah, I think, well, obviously Doc steps on to a well-constructed team, Keith. Um, and, and that's an interesting question. You know, he, I mean, we're talking about a guy who just got fired. You know, it's uh, the ink's not not dry on his walking papers with the 76ers. And, um, you know, I think he's an upgrade from Adrian Griffin. Uh, but, I, I, you know, it, it'll, it'll be a fresh breath for uh the bucks uh i think Giannis will be happy you know we'll, we'll see if dame is happy uh they just they just need somebody who can get them to play defense you know and we we've seen throughout his career i mean early in doc's career when he had i mean i'm going back to you know his days in orlando when he had ben wallace 
um, and those guys. He really had guys playing a very aggressive defense. Of course, he had to have a great shot blocker and defender like Ben didn't hurt. Um, but I, you know, I think it's a good move for them. I, I've never seen a guy. It, it seems like in, in Milwaukee now they're pulling the trigger a lot on on coaches now. I mean that's a kind of a shaky ship to be on if you're if you're in the coaching profession. But you know, I mean Doc, you know he's won a championship, and uh, the goal in Milwaukee is to win a championship. Um, is Doc the right guy? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if Doc is the right guy. I thought. Doc had settled in as a broadcaster, but apparently, man, he's still got that coaching bug. Yeah, he definitely still has that coaching bug. And and I, I think a lot of it is like, you know, chasing legacy, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you look at Doc, you know, last year, he the last two jobs he had, he was fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at him, what he did um, in the regular season with, with the Sixers. I mean, Doc Rivers had arguably the best three-year run that the Sixers had in recent history, right? Yeah. I mean, they they were – he compiled a 154-82 regular season record with the Sixers. You know, they also won the – his first season there, they were the number one seed in the East. They just couldn't get out of it. Now, when I say he has a date with history and he's chasing history, you know, overall Rivers has a 197-763 record over 24 seasons with the Orlando Magic. Boston Celtics, the Clippers, and the Sixers, right? 1,097. Yeah, 1,097. What what did I say, 197? Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't kill me, Doc. Don't kill me. But, yeah, 1,097. So, look, that ranked second in regular season wins. If he comes back, it would be ranked second in regular season wins among active coaches and ninth in NBA history. Now, he is two wins of uh, shy of surpassing Sixers coach and Hall of Famer Larry Brown, who has 1,098 uh, right. wins. So when, when, if he comes back, and you know he wants to come back, it's all about chasing that. I mean, he's, he had the fourth highest total of postseason victories at 111. So I think that's what it is. Now, the thing about the Bucks job, which makes it so tough is Giannis has a lot of power, mm-hmm. you know, from what you hear is Giannis is the reason why they fired the coach. Right. Then you hear that Giannis is the reason why they hired Adrian Griffin. They wanted a Giannis wanted a coach who had, NBA player experience who played in the league. That it's like that was a blunder. And then you realize that Adrian wasn't equipped at this particular time to coach this team with these future Hall of Famers on the team, right? Dame and Giannis. Right. So, you know, you bring Doc in there. What is Doc going to do? Just let them do what they want to do and stand out of the way and be a CEO? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the thing is, if there's a knock on Doc, 
is Doc has a habit of when stuff goes wrong, shifting the blame. Now, I don't know if you're going to do that against Giannis with all that power he has over there. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's if, if they're bringing Doc in, you know, again, like you said, Doc is a guy who, you know, he's managed a, a, a coach a bunch of Hall of Famers. You know, that's always going to be on his resume, whether, you know, it's it's uh, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, those guys in Boston, um, Kawhi. But like, like like you mentioned earlier, the issue is Doc hasn't gotten out of the second round in, in forever now. You know, so uh, and, and the expect, expectation of Milwaukee is, again, it's championship or bust. Uh, you know, we've all I've, I've kind of always looked at Giannis and said, this is a guy who really doesn't get involved in the tinkering. But apparently he does get involved more. He's much more involved than people think. Um, so. Do do they butt heads or I mean with Giannis y'all you, you you think of a guy who always wants to win, you know Dame's Dame's legacy is like hey I don't do I want to leave this this uh this league without a championship so I'm sure they they had a lot of conversations about this I think they had to you know after making that after making that trade so you know it's it's going to be interesting it's another storyline for sure in the NBA because people who like you've worked with Doc, you've covered him for a number of years now, and I covered Doc when I was in Washington. Um, Doc, Doc, Doc is like a politician, you know. Doc is, is like a politician. When he says something, usually he's looking down the road to you know to play something in somebody's head. But you know, uh, making this move this early on Adrian Griffin, a guy who lots of people have been saying should have been a head coach for a long time in this league. Uh, but obviously they weren't responding for whatever reason. So, you know, so often we say that they're not responding. It's like, you know, you guys are the ones making the, the hundreds of millions of dollars. You play some defense. The coach, can, the coach can only exhort you to play defense so much. At some point, you got you got to do it on your own. And um, they had the pieces to win a championship. That's probably the second best team in the East. And – while we've been lauding Joel Embiid as the best player in the world, there are people who will still tell you Giannis is a better player than Joel. You know, so um, we'll see. Doc, you know, if and when he gets that job, you know, obviously he'll be ch- he's chasing legacy, and, and and Doc is not the coach that Larry Brown was by any stretch of imagination. Who's whose heels he's nipping at? But um, it's it's going to be interesting. It, it adds another storyline to the NBA. Yeah, the, the problem with the uh, the whole thing with, you know, we talk about coaches um, and we talk about players having to put an onus on themselves. The problem I found out with the NBA is that these players are extremely smart. And if you get a coach in there that, who doesn't really know what they're talking about, he's going to lose them. He's tuned out, yeah. I mean, he's tuned out. And, yeah. and you know, it's one of those things where – especially when you have two of the all-time greatest guys. Now, I'm not saying that these are the two guys who are, like, saying uh, we, we, we tuned the coach out. But when you have guys like that who play at an elite level and this and that, and you put a coach in there in front of them who don't really know what's going on, especially in front of a veteran team that right. they have, it's not a good situation, man. It really not. And, and that's where – you feel like 
you need a, a head, you need an assistant head coach who can help you out. I think when they lost Terry Stott, because apparently, you know, the Adrian Griffin got on Terry Stott at practice one day, or mm-hmm. wherever it was, a meeting, Terry like resigned. And let's keep it real. Like that was the guy that you had, the guy who was respected, the guy this and that. Once he leaves, you know, it's on you, bro. It's on yeah. you. And, and, and yeah. you know, you feel bad for him because you know, this was a first – like, he was a first-year coach. That was a tough job for him to get, you know, because, let's face it, they had the number one record in the NBA last year. Yeah. And, he, and, and, they, and they went out in the first round. So that's led to the coach who won an NBA championship a couple years prior getting fired. So they're bringing you in to to elevate the expectations, but then you look at their defensive rating, they will they slid from number four last year all the way down to number twenty two. So yeah. when you factor that stuff in, it's just a bad situation for them. So I understand what what's going on, and 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 you you hate it for them, but unfortunately you can't put a coach, a rookie coach who's trying to figure things out in front of a championship team mm-hmm. with a lot of veterans and they going to look at you like, you know what I mean, dog? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, and I hate to say this, it's kind of like me and you being from Philly and we go somewhere and we meet this one dude, everybody, yo, man, I got my boy, my boy from Philly. And mm-hmm. you like, you know, like you down at Howard, I'm going to give Howard a shout out. Right. So you walking on the yard on Howard, and they telling you this cat is from Philly, right? And you like, all right, I gotta meet him. I gotta meet him. Uh, so then I know where you going with this? You you say, yo man, where are you from? What part of Philly? And the boy come out and say, I'm from East Philly. You like East Philly? <laughs> oh, you uh, can Philly, man. You know such places. We're at in East Philly. Uh, you know, uh, actually is like, you know, like far, far, far West Philly. Okay. I'm from West Philly. You just said East Philly. Where at? Oh, I'm from Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you looking at them like, oh, like it don't right, really right. mean much at the, in the grand scheme of things. Like, mm-hmm. but like. Why are you fronting like you front you something and you're not? You got exposed. So, like, I think that's what the big problem is right then and there. And, you know, you know how it is. We all been there. There's always some dude that said they was from the crib, but they really weren't from the crib. And, like, yeah. the reason I'm using East Philly as a um, an example, because that happened to me at Pitt. They said he was from East Philly. And I was like, East Philly? Where, 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 where's that at? Like, where, where, where you from? You mean you from Camden? <laughs> like, right, right, you, right. Oh, you're on the other side of the river. And then he was like, yeah, you're from the other side of the river. And the boy was like, well, actually, it's, it's far, far west. I'm like, huh? <laughs> well, so, so far, far west. Where you from, Yayden? I mean, like, I mean, yeah. where, where, where you from? Like, uh, Delaware County? What? 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 He said, Lancaster. I said, oh. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, okay, bro. So, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying. But listen, y'all, when we get back, um, we want to talk about Malcolm Brogdon. Is he a guy that you feel like the Sixers need to go after, right? 
Um, you know, I I championed him last time. I felt like he was someone that I felt like the Sixers should have gone after the last time. It didn't work out. So we'll talk about that when we get right back. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple receipts all in one place. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. They'll ask what flavors you like, which kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then you'll keep your needs and preferences top of mind to start building your chart with delicious recipes and all the groceries um, you need this week. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA listeners 40% off their first delivery and free um, vegetables for life. That sounds pretty good for me, man. I love me some vegetables. (laughs) But... Just go to HungryRoot.com, locked on, to get 50% off your first delivery and get your, your free growth veggies. That's HungryRoot.com, locked on. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. And here's the thing. After you go to Hungry Root, check out eBay Motors, right? Check it out. You know, and, and the thing I want y'all to know about eBay Motors is it's like one of those things where, you know, there's over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, you're part of the guaranteed to fit your ride, right? Any part you get is guaranteed to fit your ride anytime or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into an MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items apply. Exclusions apply. eBay's guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Now, Mitch... What's your thoughts on Malcolm Brogdon right now? Malcolm Brogdon, you know, a couple of years ago, several years ago, people forget he beat out Joel Embiid for rookie of the year, right? He was at the Milwaukee Bucks. He was balling. It didn't really work out there. Um, You know, then he was traded to the Indiana Pacers. And then from there, he goes to the Celtics. And and now he's, um, you know, he, he got... Sixth man of the year last year with Boston. And it's funny. Remember, they tried to trade. They had this trade. And they, I, I believe they, they tried to trade another one of his teammates. His teammate his name escaped me. It's on the top of my top of my head right now, top of my tongue. And uh, they couldn't get it done. So they ended up trading him. Mm-hmm. So, so now he's in Portland. He's he's ball he's shooting forty two something percent in Portland. Um, you know he was been a kind of like a part time starter. Uh, the last four games with the Blazers, he's averaging twenty one points, seven assists. Right, he's shooting fifty percent from three. Right, yeah. in the last four games. 
Uh, what's your thoughts on him? You know, I, if, if we look at the roster and we say we're not, we're not going to. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Keith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and we say that we're not going to make a lot of adjustments uh, to the roster. And we don't know that yet. We don't know what they're going to do with the trade deadline. If you do bring in a guy like Malcolm Brogdon, you do bring in a guy who has always been a very good shooter. Um, okay, and and it's it would be nice to have another guy who can continue to space the floor for them. Uh, and he's not also a guy who you can put on the point. So, you know, and, and from a salary standpoint, he's not going to kill you. He's probably a guy who is like, hey, you know, he, he probably sees that roster, the Sixers roster is an attractive place where he could, you know, at that back. I, I would love to see him in the backcourt alongside Maxi because then you can move Maxi, you know, off the ball. You're small. That's going to be an issue, you know, when those guys are on the court together. Uh, but you can mix and match him, you know, say, you know, put him back there with Kelly Oubre. And, you know, we keep talking about, you know, De'Anthony Melton like he's gone, you know what I mean? And, and you know, we're, we're waiting for him to get back. So um, so he, he would be a nice pick if they're not, you know, if, if they're not going to go all in at the trade deadline. He's, he's a nice addition. He's a guy who you bring in here who makes a contribution, you know, and, and the biggest contribution is, is, is he can, you know, he, he can score. In a, in a league that's completely moving towards offense now, more so than defense, he can score the basketball. Yeah, yeah, he can score. And that's the thing. He can play on and off the ball. You know, the thing is, the one the one thing is, um, like, I, I think if you get him, because I talked about it before, I like really what Pat Beverly's bringing to the team, mm-hmm. right? But I think that if you got him, he would be a starter – to take some of the ball handing duties off of Tyrese Maxey. There's a lot of people who look at it and be like, yo, what are you talking about? You know, Tyrese is, is an all-star candidate player um, at the point he's doing this. But if you pay a lot of attention to the games closely, Tyrese hasn't been playing a lot of the point. It's been a lot of, uh, you know, it's been a lot of Pat Bev in there, a lot of other Tobias Harris. Like they're 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 putting him in great positions to score, and don't get me wrong, he's getting some dimes. He's doing a lot of other things, but like they really want him more in attack mode. It seems like lately, yeah. right? And that two man game with him and uh, Joel, that pick and roll that they're doing, you know, yeah, I see him getting it, the assist, but I feel like better off he might be in better in space, and then you get a shooter. My only concern is like. What are you going to do with this rotation? You know, what are you going to do? You're going to have to get rid of a couple people for it, right? right? Um, Maybe some expiring contracts, which is good. Give up some draft picks. But my thing is, what are you going to, like, are you, are you, is this a move because you feel like Melton's back is bad, right? Because if not, if you feel like, you know, Melton is is Melton's having a career year. And if you feel like he's better than Melton, then it's kind of sort of like, okay, so what's what's the, how's that going to impact uh Patrick Beverly's minutes? So right. those are just the, the questions that I have. Yeah. You know, but but I, I do 
I, I, I do like it. I mean, I, I do like him. I, I think that he's a, um, you know, a, a, a good player. It's just that you just got to figure out how all this is going to work out. That's all. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, you know, the horse I continue to, the drum I continue to beat is, is DeJounte Murray. That's the guy that I really would like to see mm-hmm. come in play. But, you know, adding, adding, adding a guy like Malcolm Brogdon as a player, it just, it's just like, you know, with the, with this roster, it feels like the 76ers roster more so than at, at this point, more so than any team in the league who's you hear in trade talks is the most unsettled because you just don't know what it's going to look like after the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Yeah, you just don't just, – I mean, like you mentioned earlier, we, we haven't seen a completely healthy roster. Um but we've seen the parts that they have acquired in the trade really make contributions. Yeah, exactly. And this, this is a good segue right here. Like, you know, we talked about it before we uh, got on here. The question that you asked me, are the Sixers now in championship but or bus mm-hmm. all in mode? So, you know, that's a great question. So we'll talk about that when we get right back from talking about FanDuel. You know, the NFL season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same game game day parties find bets in a new explorer tab make a parlay in the parlay hub the best way to find popular parlays and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup fanduel official partner of the nfl Look, y'all, Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, Mitch, so do you think they're all in? I hope they're all in. You know, I I, I don't, you know, we've, we've moved beyond the stage of what's this team going to be. I mean, right now they're a half game out of second place in the conference standings. Um, they're, they're, they're getting – after they're getting a back a second MVP season is what it looks like for Joel Embiid. Knock on wood, stay healthy. Um, yeah, I, I think they have to go all in. I think this puts the focus on Daryl Morey um, really intensely. Is you know what are you going to do? Are you going to stand pat? If they stand pat, I don't know that they're a better team than Boston. But I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to have another a great season that Joel Embiid is having and just say, okay, yeah, the goal is now to get beyond the second round. He he He's like the best player in the league by far so far and in a league with some absolutely great players, you know. 
So I, I believe you have to go all in at this point. You have to do, you have to make a decision on what your team looks like and what your team will look like and can look like after the trade deadline. Um, but you, I, I don't want to keep wasting se- seasons with Joel and B. It's been, it's, again, it's been 40 years now, 40, you know, into the 41st year since the Sixers won a championship, since 2001, since they got out of the second round. Yeah, I, I think they have to be all in, and and and, and that the onus falls on Daryl Moore to make that happen. Okay, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you who do you think that is out there who can help them right now? That's available. Mm-hmm. Who can help them come out of the East, win a championship? Yeah, no, I, I think um, I think again, I think the Jonathan Murray man. I, I'm I'm so very high on him because of, of the combinations they make. They can make with him. Another guy I also like, man. I'm, I've always been a Demar Rosen fan. You know, if if you can get Demar Rosen, I, I think he's a guy. You know, who could who could put you over the top. Do you think Demar will stunt the growth of Maxi though? Even if it does for one year, I think if if you know, I I think great players will. I think Embiid is playing at such a high level, the guys will fall in line. I mean, we know what Maxi can do, and we know that they're going to extend him. You know, yeah. so um, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm a little nervous because I mean I feel like yeah. Personally, I don't I don't see anybody out there like I know you said Demar Derozan and mm-hmm. and and Dejounte Murray, but I don't know if they get the Sixers over uh, Boston in a playoff series. I think that with Derek White is very underrated. You know, yeah. you know Drew Holiday more than me. You covered him. Mm-hmm. You know how special he is. Um, I mean, they got the all-star wings, the all-NBA wings, and, and Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Chris Topps, Persingas is stretching the floor, knocking down shots. And old man Al Horford is might be the best six-man in the league, right? Basically. So you look at their bench and you say, well, outside of that bench, I mean, outside of that six, they're weak, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. And there are certain times where they slip up and get boat raced and, and lose a game or whatever. But I feel like in playoff basketball, the biggest question mark that they have is the coach. But then they upgraded the coaching. I feel like this is a quality team. And I feel like if the Sixers can't get someone that they feel 100% confident is going to enable them to beat these dudes, I I wouldn't make a move. Like, I wouldn't make a major move. And I don't really know if there's anybody out there. I, I just don't. At this yeah. particular time, because I feel like the guys who could have done that are start are slowly coming off the books, uh, right. so to speak, or getting traded. So I think it's tough. But look, that's enough about me ear beating. Um, I want to thank y'all. We want to thank y'all for listening. And that's, we something, that's something we can pick up on, Keith. I think that's a good conversation. Because oh, definitely, we're going to talk about this tomorrow. So we all need to, you know, listen to James talking about. Uh, Wilt yesterday, you listen to this today, and then tomorrow, you know, you listen to us picking up on this debate that we have. But, um, you know, we want to thank y'all for listening, and we want y'all to have a blessed day. Peace. Have a good one.